Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Welcome to Without Bias for another week, Australia's only commercial radio show totally focused on the wonderful world of bowls, Sam Hargraves. Here, uh, got a big show lined up. A little bit later in the show, we'll be joined by Ryan Bester. He's a Canadian international bowler living in Australia, one of the very best in the world. Looking forward to catching up with a two-time Commonwealth silver medalist and former Aussie Open singles champion. First up this evening, Wayne Turley is a Commonwealth Games gold medalist. He's an Australian Bowls Hall of Famer. Uh, this man's also on the Bowls Australia board, and he's the manager of the Tweeds Head Bowl Club, Bowls Club in New South Wales, an all-round legend of the game, now giving back in a big way in terms of club administration and governance. Uh, hello there, Wayne. Hi, Sam. How are you today? I'm fantastic today. Um Mate, what's been the biggest change for you, uh, being a, a superstar of the sport and now uh, sort of more behind the scenes, uh, pulling the strings and getting the next generation through and, and doing it all at Clubland? Yeah, no, it's, um, I've been lucky enough to, uh, as I say, represent my country and put a lot into the game. But um, now, um, with my new job at Tweetheads Bowls Club, which I've been there now for the bowls manager, it's coming on nearly two years, but... And uh, a bit on the Bowls Australia board, I'm sort of sort of giving back to the game in another way. Um, I can see our game's going in such a great direction uh, with the youth, uh, as you said just before. About, you know, we've got Kira Burke about to interview with. Um, she's a member of Tweetheads recently. And um, and so much other things are happening, some great things happening in our sport. So if I give back in any sort of way, um, I feel, you know, I've, Bowls have been great for me. And if I can give back, I'm really appreciative. Before we get into what your role now entails and, and what you've got coming up at Tweed Head, because it's a busy time on the horizon for you, what's your most fond or your fondest bowling memory? Oh, I'll probably can't go past the, uh, the Commonwealth Games um, gold medal we won in uh, 2006, Mark Casey and Billy Cornells. It was just uh, unbelievable um, what we achieved, but also it's just in our own backyard with our family and friends being there. Um, um, but, Club mates and things like that being in Melbourne, so that was probably my fondest memory. But um, and then yeah, you know, other other things with uh, winning you know, number one pennants with my own club mates at Tower Point when I was there for nineteen years. But um, yeah, obviously representing my country. You're the uh, bowls manager now at Tweed Heads. Uh, you've got a busy event period coming up, and it's going to culminate in the Australian Indoor Championships from August 26 to 29. Just give us a bit of a, an overview on what you've got coming up at Tweed Heads over the next month or so. Yeah, well, on the third uh, and fourth of August, we have the Junior Nugget, which uh, involves two of the best uh, under eighteen players throughout Australia. So we got sixteen boys and sixteen girls over two days. Uh, then we start on Monday, the uh, the fifth of August, is the Golden Nugget, uh, the thirty fourth year of the Golden Nugget Prestige Singles, which it is a uh, invitational singles. So we have twelve men and uh, twelve women invited. This year's field is uh, just uh, stacked. Yeah, it's an amazing field. And then we have a bit of a break. Uh, we got uh, then we head into the Australian Indoor Championships at Tweed Heads, which is um, yeah a fantastic event once again. 
So just the, the gold nugget, who competes in this? Who can we expect to see coming through? Because my understanding is it's some of the best uh, singles combatants getting around. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, um, well, but this year, we've, uh, last year's winners actually was Jeremy Henry. Um, as well known Jeremy Henry and uh, Kelsey Cottrell. So this year, they're, they're back to defend their titles. But you've got Aaron Sheriff, Ryan Bester, uh, Gary Kelly from Northern Ireland this year, Aaron T. I think every person in the, in the field bar one represents their country. Um, and the men and the same for the women. Um, you get Lena uh, from Malaysia, the superstar Joe Edwards, uh, and Karen Murphy, um, Rebecca Van Ash. Just, just to name a few, and Natasha Scott. Yeah, as I said, they're all internationals and all, all won plenty of medals for the country. So, on my understanding of these events is they're like the equivalent of something like an ATP or WTA uh, sort of end of season World Finals or World Tour Finals. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's like that. It's an invitational event which the um, which the board uh, selects, uh, Twitter board selects, and uh, it's very hard um, to pick a field. There's so many great players out there, but. Yeah, it still keeps its traditional side, um, whereas the bottoms they wear whites, and um, there's a shirt prominently white with uh, sort of, sort of colours. So it's a, it's a traditional side, sort of like the Wimbledon sort of thing event. But um, yeah, the crowds are enormous, enormous crowds. Like uh, extra grandstanding, grandstand seating goes in. We have about nearly eighteen hundred to two thousand people seated uh, for the whole event, which, which goes starts on the Monday when the semi-final final finishes on uh, Thursday, the eighth uh, of August. And what about the Australian Indoor Championships? What kind of lineup can we expect to see, and, and how does the tournament roll out? Yes, yeah, so it's a great lineup. Actually, it's, 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 it's a good lineup. The Australian Indoor Race. You've got your top speed of players, and then also because it's a qualifying event throughout the, each state, there's a lot of no names. Um, people have qualified and uh, are actually coming to tweet it for the first time. Um, so yeah, so it's exciting to see some new faces come along. Um, you still got your, your Aaron Sheriff, uh, Rebecca Van Ash, um, Aaron Tees. Uh, ben Twist, those sorts of players, and, and Karen Murphy, but um, some, a lot of plenty of um, brand new faces. So Wayne Turley, uh, 2006 Commonwealth Game gold medalist. You've seen a lot of changes in the sport probably since you won your gold medal. What's been the most significant, do you think? Because I, I remember speaking to the CEO of World Bowls, uh, the World Bowls organisation, and, and he spoke about the fact that Australia really does pave the way in terms of the governance of the sport, the facilities in the sport, the funding for the sport around the world. So what do you think the major changes have been over the last sort of 13 years? Well, I think we're getting all the states on board. We're all starting to work together, um, all the stakeholders and I think as we see the games changing, you know, it's, it's getting rid of that, away from that public image of it's just a game for old people. Um, our participation rates through the roof, uh, as you see from a lot of clubs through barefoot bowls or bunch parties, all those sorts of things. We're just keeping a lot of clubs alive. Uh, we're getting back on free-to-air TV, which is a huge plus for us on the SBS um, and radio stations like this. Um, we're just really getting out there amongst the people and, and the image of the whole sport's changed. Um, last year's Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast, seeing uh, all the girls win gold medals and and the runoff flow we've had from that um, has been enormous. So um, I think we've probably, and they're sort of getting out there in the public realising that bowls is a, a sport for all ages and all disabilities. When you when you see the guys on the a gold medal at the Commonwealth Games last year, um, Ken Hansen with one arm and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's a game for all ages, all disabilities and all people. And I really think the public's starting to realise that get down to your local bolo and, uh, and have a good time. Also, when I spoke to the boss, uh, I... I sort of we, we, we got into a fairly detailed chat about the fact that Bowles is still struggling and still having to fight a fairly hard and arduous battle in trying to get Olympic recognition. You've got 
I think, over 65 countries in the world that, that compete in the Commonwealth Games. But unfortunately, given the way the Olympic system set up, once the Olympic sort of measurement kicks in, some of those countries merge together to become one, like the UK or Great Britain, and you're still unable to get that recognition to be an Olympic sport, despite how many people participate in it around the world. And yet you see things like breakdancing now being uh, Olympic recognized sports how frustrating is that for you and and what do you think needs to be done or do you think there's light at the end of the tunnel or where do you see it's at yeah it is frustrating to see those sorts of sports sports going in and you see our sport that's it is developing through um, all over the world and yeah hopefully there is some light at the end of the tunnel there is that we've started the process but unfortunately it's such a long process and I just hopefully one day they can get together and um, the committees and realise, well, hang on, that this sport is worldwide. It's played worldwide and it's a fantastic sport. It's it's, um, it's one that brings communities together and uh, brings, you know, it's countries together. So uh, hopefully with some light in the tunnel, we can become a, an Olympic sport because, um, there's, uh, as I say, it's played all over the world and, and there's more nations it's getting bigger and bigger. And, and thanks to World Bowls and, and uh, particularly Bowls Australia for our development, um, we've helped out a lot of our... The, the, um, uh, a lot of countries, developing countries, with coaching and assisting them in many ways to try and, and develop, become better at bowls, and and hoping we get some more more members from other countries to join us. Wayne Turley, Order of Australia medalist, he's a bowls Hall of Famer, a 2006 Commonwealth Games gold medalist, and he's now the manager of the Tweeds Head Bowl Club. They've got a massive month and a half coming up, which will culminate in the Australian Indoor Championships. You can jump on their website to find out more or go to bowls.com.au with all the event details. Wayne, great to chat to you. Thanks for speaking to us on Without Bias. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for a good afternoon. Thank you. Coming up next on Without Bias, superstar Canadian Ryan Bestart will join us, the two-time Commonwealth silver medalist. We will shine a light on some of the older generation still involved with bowls doing great things as part of our Forever Young segment. That's all still to come on Without Bias on SEN. Welcome back to Without Bias on SEN. Sam Hargraves here. Coming up, Canadian superstar Ryan Bester will join us. He's living in Australia. This man is one of the best in the business, so we'll catch up with Ryan Bester. But it's time for our Forever Young segment on Without Bias. All thanks to Tobin Brothers Funeral, celebrating Forever Young and celebrating lives. This is where we celebrate the older generations of Aussies still doing great things in the world of lawn bowls, whilst also still being young at heart and active in life. And those characters who are unforgettable and forever young. Uh, this week, we're chatting to Arnold O'Brien, who's just been inducted into the Bowls Hall of Fame uh, as a non-athlete inductee. But this man has done some incredible things in the world of lawn bowls. He's been good enough to give us some time. Hello, Arnold. Hello, Sam. How are you? I'm well. Now, I'm reading about you that you've represented Victoria about 200 times. There's not much in the world of bowls that you haven't done. Tell us a little bit about your bowls journey. Well, it started a long while ago uh, as a 17-year-old back in 1952 at the Caulfield Bowls Club. Uh, I was fortunate enough to make the state side at, uh, in those days as the youngest player at, at age 21. But, uh, of course, nowadays are a lot, <laughs> a lot younger than that get selected uh, much earlier. Uh, I played 194 games with the state side and uh, another nine with the 60 and overs. So altogether represented the state in uh, more than 200 games, uh, which uh, 
was uh, disappointing not to get to the 200, but still, uh, it was still a, a worthwhile achievement. What do you think was your fondest achievement in your time at Bowles, Arnold? Oh, that's, a, that's a difficult question, really. Um, first state game, I guess, was uh, one, uh, probably first club championship. Uh, being involved uh, as a national selector, being involved with the national squad uh, was a bit of a highlight. Uh, marking for the Jack High series, the uh, World Bowl, I mean, there's so many, so many things uh, that you would consider to be highlights. Um, probably plenty more. <laughs> and are you still involved? Uh, t- tell us about your involvement now, Arnold. What do you do uh, on a weekly basis with your bowls club? Uh, <clears throat> well, I still play pennant. Mm. Uh, at Melbourne, um, not not too much else nowadays. Uh, that you know, I'm getting past past the administrative side. Really, uh, leave that to the younger ones. Well, you're a Division One skip for 49 years. There isn't much you haven't done in the world of bowls, Arnold. It's been so good to catch up with you, celebrating bowlers' lives every day. Uh, thanks to Tobin Brothers. Don't forget to visit tobinbrothers.com.au for their bowls membership offer. Congratulations on your induction into the Bowls Hall of Fame to Arnold O'Brien, and thank you for speaking to us on Without Bias. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Our next guest on Without Bias, this man is one of the superstars of international bowling. He's a Canadian international, a two-time Commonwealth Games silver medalist, former Australian Opus single championships. He's based on Broadbeach at the moment, up on the Gold Coast, where he is the bowls coordinator at the Broadbeach Bowling Club. He's been good enough to give us some time on Without Bias this evening. Uh, big hello to you, Ryan Bester. How are you going? Yeah, yeah, very busy up here on the Gold Coast for the winter months. It, 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 well, I, I've, I used to, uh, I used to ring. I used to live up in Queensland, and there's no such thing as winter months uh, on the Gold Coast in Brisbane. No, it was about twenty four a day, perfect, and uh, we had about one hundred and eighty four bowlers at the club. So, yeah, per- perfect spot for bowls in the winter. Now you're, and and this is, and I and I'd say this uh, with all sincerity, you are one of these superstars of of international bowling. How did you get into bowls uh, in in your native Canada? Uh, my family played. Um, I think that's how most people get into the game. So, um, yeah, my uncle and grandfather on my mom's side, they played. And I have two older brothers, and they started. And once I got about 10 years old, um, I started playing with them. And my dad thought, oh, I'll join the kids. So he started the same as I did. So it was a big family affair when we started. How quickly was your trajectory from just starting out as something that your family did for fun and for leisure and a bit of recreation to getting serious and, and getting trophies? Uh, probably when I was 13, um, I made the under-25 Canadian uh, singles final at only 13. And then I was 15 uh, when my first adult kind of like state, state title. And um, I got on the national team when I was 17. And they had a singles tournament, actually at the national team camp, and the winner got to go to the Commonwealth Games, and I won the singles tournament. So, um, yeah, I played Commonwealth Games when I was 17. And then um, I always wanted to move to Australia because I heard how good it was here, and then just happened to do that um, when the Commonwealth Games were in Melbourne. So, just perfect timing. So, what it's often been said that Australian bowls is 
second to none in terms of the way that it's run, the way that it's funded, uh, the way that the clubs are all sort of administrated. What is Australia by far and away the sort of best bowls hub in in the world, or is Canada pretty? Is Canada is Canada pretty similar uh, as well? No, no, there's no other place, no other country in the world like Australia. Just how professional everything is is run. You know, like you know, you look at the Australian Open, you got the ringside live. You know, the game every day, every round. Uh, but like comparative wise, obviously um, Scotland and England and New Zealand right up with the Australians on playing wise. But just the facilities and and how the games run, um, I'll show you a second to none. That's why we all move here, like myself and Jeremy Henry and David Holt. Everyone wants to move down to Australia. Now, you've recently taken out the Tweed Open singles, so you're in good form yourself at the moment. What's the next big tournament coming your way? Uh, the, the Golden Nugget. Um, you know, I rate that as probably the best singles tournament, the hardest singles tournament in the world. You, know, you have 12, 12 of the best players in the world. Um, so I look forward to that every year and just happy to get an invite. So, um, yeah, I won it uh, twice in a row and I lost the final, so hopefully so good this year. But I think it's the best field that they've ever had as a nugget. So that's August 5th to the 8th. So it's good practice of the Tweed singles. Uh, you know, Tweed's a bit hard if it gets windy there. So it's good to have a hit out on that and to play a guy like Kurt Brown, who's in the nugget field in the final. Uh, it just you know, gets, gets my confidence up for a couple of weeks. Now, oh, we just had a chat to Wayne Turley, who's uh, running things very nicely at at Tweed. Uh, so, what is it? Is it just the field that make it one of the the most sought after trophies? Is it is it just the fact that it is the best of the best uh, going head to head? Yeah, I think it's the field. You know, I think the rest of the world's a bit lucky that uh, Australia can only pick one singles player to play the Commonwealth Games World <laughs> Championships. Uh, same same as Scotland. Scotland, they have, you know, they have four or five guys that can win the World of Commonwealth Games singles. Um, so, you know, it's a bit hard. You know, you have Aaron Sheriff and Aaron Tease and Ray Pierce, and you can only pick one of them. Mm. So, um, but the Nugget, they can pick four superstars, and you have Shane McRoy coming over from New Zealand, you know, the world singles champion. So, the best of the best, um, every, every game's like playing a Australian Open or a Commonwealth Games final. Uh, speaking to Ryan Best, a Canadian Bowls superstar who just runs the show up at Broadbeach and uh, moved to Australia a fair while ago. Um, Ryan, you, you've just had, you spoke about the Australian Open, uh, you've just hosted the uh, the Open and the Asia Pacific Championships. You Next year at Broadbeach, you've got the World Championships as well. So it's a busy time for your club. Yeah, we, yeah, we, never, we, never, get, um, we never get a break up here. Um, so we're really looking forward to the World Championships. You know, obviously the World Championships and Commonwealth Games, the, the two biggest events on the world calendar. And, you know, for the Gold Coast, not just Broadbeach, but Helensvale and Musgrave Hill, and all the Gold Coast clubs that can come and, you know, watch the best in the world play. Uh, you know, but then right after that, we have the Australian Open, which is actually, you know, a bigger tournament with, like, the numbers and all that. So it's five or six straight weeks of um, everything at the club. And then we still have our, all our... You know, in the club stuff like the Premier League and pennant and our social balls in the winter time and our barefoot balls in the summertime. So, yeah, 365 days a year at Broadbeach, which is which is great. So that would make your job as bowls coordinator at Broadbeach a very very busy one. What does your day to day look like? Yeah, so I'll just in the next um, six weeks, I'm running four tournaments as well, apart from <laughs> our social stuff. Yeah, uh, but it's great. Andrew Howie, who uh, He's working for Bold Australia. He's running all the events. He, he's great. He works out of the club as well. And it's great to get uh, feedback from him on all, all the big events and work quite well together. 
Uh, so it's good. It's good to keep busy and then um, I go away and enjoy my bowls when I get a chance to play. Now, before I let you go, I used to run with a friend of mine, uh, the Brisbane Burger Club, uh, when I was living in Brisbane, not far from you. And we used to just go to every burger place in town and basically give them all five stars because it was really just about eating burgers. So one of my dreams has always been to have a burger named after me. You have achieved that very lofty goal of mine. What is the Bester Belly Burger and where can I get one? Yeah, they're they're the Big Belly Bester Burger. So uh, I ran the Blue Opal Singles and it happened to... Uh, being a fan of that, two of my best mates, Kevin Anderson and Ryan Burnett, they were they were on the commentary, and they were very very funny um, on it. And they they said, "Oh, the Big Belly Bester Burger, try it afterwards." So the club thought, "Oh, we'll do that." But I actually have more pizzas than burgers, so probably have to get a pizza named after me. <laughs> <laughs> so that is at the Broadbeach Club. I can go up and get that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No worries. Fifteen bucks. One of the best burgers you'll have. Five stars. Beautiful. I'm, I'm, next time I'm there, I'm coming in. I'm going to grab one. Ryan Bester, uh, Canadian superstar. Mate, we really appreciate you giving some time on Without Bias, and we look forward to chatting to you again soon. And good luck uh, at Tweed in August uh, in that massive tournament. Yeah, thank you very much. Anytime. Ryan Bester, make sure you follow that huge tournament that's coming up. Uh, this is, as he said, the best than uh, the toughest field, the Golden Nugget. It's at Tweed, uh, August 5th, and you can follow it all, bowls.com.au. That's without bias for another Wednesday, another Tuesday. Gee, the week goes fast. Thanks to all our guests, and if you missed any tonight's show, you can get the podcast at sen.com.au on the Without Bias page. We'll be back next week. Coming up uh, next on the Sporting Capital. The VFL Hour, Anthony Stangitz will be in. Special guest Dave Mirror after playing game 150 for Box Hill. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91